0: Guys, have you been? Welcome to the Magnetica podcast. If you've listened to all our past episodes, which I just do, and by the way, my name is Kim, <laughs> our two episodes plus the trailer, then you have spent almost 30 minutes of your life listening to Phil and I. And I really hope that the time you have spent on this has been well worth it. And if not, I'm so sorry, yet not so sorry, because (laughs) we like wasting your time, yeah? But welcome officially to our third episode. So, Phil, what have you been up to this week? Oh, this week for me has been quite interesting, and I think what has really occupied my time has been research, and of course, (laughs) shooting and editing videos. That is something that has taken my time up this week, which has been... Very nice, cause I did a story that was um, great. I didn't even know that I would get uh, such feedback from my colleagues, but everybody liked it, and I was like, yes, it sort of has given me even a motivation to like do more. And I'm excited. I'm excited. My week was good. Perfect. I also did a lot of work. I mean, isn't that what we do? Isn't that why we wake up? <laughs> I know. Isn't that why we're always <laughs> tired? Because we've been working. Uh, but something I also did. I decided that work is fun, mm-hmm. and it will always be fun. There is no telling me that work shall be, you know, somber, boring, black and white, gloomy, rigid, dull. It's fun. Yeah. Period. Interesting. So I decided that it's fun, <laughs> <laughs> and it's challenging as well. It's hard, uh, but it's fun, you know. Because it's part of life. So there is no way that you can come to me and tell me that there's work-life and then there's life-life. There's just life. Yeah, there's life. And work is a very big part of life. Yeah. Mm. So, and life is a huge, one huge party. And work is just part of it. And this party has like so many challenges. Has cops. Um... Matipu paying and so on and so forth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But my highlight for the week has to be, I bought a bus. Okay. <laughs> a super metro. Mm-hmm. And the reason why this bus is amazing is because a few days earlier, I think maybe a week mm-hmm. earlier, I had bought a City Hopper. And then? And then I sat down, mm-hmm. and I looked at this City Hopper, and I was like, okay, there's this huge aisle in the middle if they just dismantle these seats okay and then we'll have like four columns in the super in the city Hopper because it's a huge bus yeah, it's, it's, wide. Huge. Yeah. it's wide it's mm-hmm. wide so we can have four columns mm-hmm. and then spaces in between, then they'd be able to accommodate more people in the bus And that'd be social distance. And that'd be social distancing mm-hmm. Exactly Give me two so I got into this super Metro and they had done just that and I was so amazed. I loved it. Yeah. So they have these three columns Mm -hmm. instead of three with single seats each. They were not very comfortable. You know, they were not super comfortable because they were meant to be two seats, not one. Yeah. But I can only imagine what the next design will be because, of course, maybe they were just trying things out, trying to see how it will work out. How people will react. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm sure the next thing will be... To actually create buses that look like that, you know. So the single seats will be more comfortable. I loved it. And now they can accommodate 23 passengers from 17 Mm -hmm. during COVID because they actually occupied the middle
1: Oh, yeah, the middle aisle. Yeah, Yeah. the middle
0: aisle. Mm -hmm. And now you can see they have more passengers than before. Yeah, than before. Now they have 23. That's nice. Business for them too. It's a win-win. Yeah. It's interesting that you're talking about this because I actually did a story on it. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it's not only Super Metro. Easy Coach has also adapted like the same form of mm-hmm. having three aisles as opposed to four, mm-hmm. so that they can just be in line with the government provisions of social distancing and just protecting people when they bought the public uh, means of transport, mm-hmm. which is quite inevitable. I mean, that's the means of transport that most of us use. So yeah, it's it's exciting to see that innovations are coming up and for me personally, I'm very excited. I can't wait for our Matri route to adopt such, because first of all I won't have those Hey, <laughs> those wazers, <laughs> you know, yourselves that mm-hmm. usually come, they sit next to you and they keep telling you, Open the window. You know, is this is just wazers? Okay, maybe it's like every other passenger who's just yeah. wants to be annoying, they'd yeah. be like, Open the window. Or some of them, they just keep pushing and rubbing on your hips. N- no, those are wazers. Okay, some yes. wazes, <laughs> yeah, yes, but so. they, they, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. So, are, so annoying. Yeah, that's no, the problem I sorted. You know, plus some of them are usually so huge, <laughs> and then you're there, tiny, <laughs> Sit next to your window, and, and then they're really, they really just want to rub on yeah, you. Yeah, they want to rub on you, or oh, so they're annoying. looking at you weirdly. There was a time I remember I was, I was in campus. I was going back to school, and I bought in this mat, and I sat next to a man. He was like sort of old, and he kept staring at me in a very disturbingly unusual way. I was just waiting for someone from the front to just alight and then I go occupy that seat because I was super annoyed. And I couldn't even tell him, stop looking at me, because he was just staring. <laughs> and you're sitting next to me. I mean, that problem would be solved. Thank you, much and Daisy Stay stare from, from a it. distance. Yeah, right? stay from a distance. Stay from so, a distance. Mind your not business. It's <laughs> amazing. So yeah. it's, it's probably going to have more positive effects than just, you know, protecting us from COVID. Exactly, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> what else was your highlight this week? Oh, my highlight. Wow, my highlight was actually on Friday. I attended Arvin's masterclass. <laughs> It yeah. was so 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 exciting and I learned a lot. Yeah. I mean just for context, Avin <laughs> is our former schoolmate, campus mate. He used to oh, do yeah. engineering, <laughs> telecommunications engineering, and then we used to be in the same club. And now here he is looking like an expert. He was an expert <laughs> in that. And let me just touch on it a bit. So the masterclass was about design thinking, your career. Yes, it was about that, and there were a couple of things that I learned from the masterclass that I was not, I I don't think I had ever thought about it like that, so I'm just going to share like a couple of the things I learned from design thinking your career. I think it's very important to know where your career is headed from as early as possible. But I know there are some people like me who are very experimental and probably we didn't have an idea of exactly what we wanted to do when we were in campus. You know, we just did a course and we're like, this is exciting, I like this part. But actually, you need to have a lot of thought put in place so that you can be able to map out what you want and sort of like get help. So I think one of the things that really stuck out for me is, first of all, get curious. You know, just be curious about what you want to do from as early as on. And just don't be curious and be like, okay, yeah, I just want to be an engineer and that's it. You know, get curious. Find people who are doing engineering. Find out what it takes to do engineering. What are the subjects that are needed? I know we usually know the subjects that are needed when we are in Form 4, when you're almost finishing and you're told you need to choose your careers because you're doing KCSE and you're like, okay, so I never did physics. So, okay, I really need to be very strong in math or whatever. So you really need to do a lot of research. So just get curious. And curiosity doesn't just come with knowing the subjects that are needed, the scores that are needed for you to do this course. It comes with actually identifying people in that field and starting to have a conversation early on with them. It's sort of like, an apprenticeship of sorts, you know, like if you want to be a musician, find another musician, know what it took them, how do they write songs, and actually just start sort of like a mentorship pole pole before you like get there so and was, understanding the inner workings of that career exactly what does it take yeah what personality is needed yeah. am i up for the task do you, you wa- even really want to be a musician yeah you, know, you might you- actually talk to them and you're like ah, no, that's not what i don't want think to i'm do. willing to put in this kind of work you yeah. know like the way many people i wanted to be a doctor <laughs> At some point in my life, when I was like very tiny, but I think it's because I was exposed to doctors from an early age, so I really admired them. But I sort of realized I can't stand blood; like it's too bloody messy for me. (laughs) Yeah, and injections and those kind of things. Like I will admire the science of it, but like the practical part, no, I don't have those guts. So at least I realized that early. So get curious, and then. The One which I really liked is Establish Weak Ties. That one was mm. that one was like it was an uh, eye opener. Yeah, it's actually in the book. <laughs> you, you actually needed <laughs> having to slap that information <laughs> into your head. I don't know, it's in the defining decade. When I was reading that book, I should read that book. We should read that book. Yeah, yeah. we should. The defining it's in the, the yeah, yeah. We read ties. that book, you know, in Compass, and it sort of never made. Too much sense. Yeah. It wasn't like as practical as it is now. Yeah. So because you're it? in campus, yeah, like in it... a nest, you're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have an idea of how the outside world would be. But now that you're here, you're connecting the dots. You're literally the characters Exactly. in the book. That's our <laughs> homework. We're going to read that book and have a discussion on it. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about that. But anyway, let me just de- explain a little bit about establishing the weak ties. So weak ties are your friends who know people that are interested in what you want to do. So for instance, if Kim is my friend... And I'm interested in fashion and design. So I talked to Kim to introduce me to a fashion designer. So I, as Phil, I don't know the fashion designer, but Kim knows the fashion designer. So Kim will use the contact and our relationship to introduce me to the fashion designer. So that becomes easier rather than me jumping onto the fashion designer, you know, building on relationship. It's sort of like a warm way of just networking. It's networking. Yeah, it's networking at the end of the day. Yeah. So I think that for me was an eye opener, and but you know what I what what I think mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. is that this week ties thing sometimes mm-hmm. it just happens. Many times it happens by accident. Mm. You know, you just like I saw you somewhere. Yeah. You look familiar. <laughs> yes. Or you've been liking my LinkedIn post, and I, yes. and I saw you do this and this and this, mm-hmm. which I'm interested in, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Like they just yeah. And they just... You can be both intentional. Uh, yeah. But you have to be intentional about everything. Yeah, you definitely Even the have accidents to. happen because of the intentional things you did. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, maybe you posted, you liked, you commented or something. Yeah. So what I'm just... Like, that was an eye-opener because I think for me, I've really struggled with networking. And I usually think that to network, I really need to talk to that boss over there. You know, like there's someone I admire, but I usually overlook the kind of people who close the gap between me and that person. So I was really like, yeah, actually I know people who know people or who would be willing to link me to people that I want to m- get mentorship from. And then, you know, the interesting thing about mm-hmm. that is, um, about what you said, that you think you need to go <laughs> to the bar. I was listening to another podcast about work. Uh-huh. And they were saying mm-hmm. that if you're just starting out in your career, yeah, it's actually best to talk to people who... Are like two years or one year into Mm -hmm. the career or into the corporate world because they can relate to what you're experiencing now. Like, I can relate to what uh, campus guys are going through, those guys who just graduated, Mm -hmm. the confusion and everything. Yeah. But in two years, I don't really think so. I think I'd be able to relate to someone who will be one year into their job into yeah. their job yeah so don't look down on peer-to-peer mentorship yeah. at all yeah because that boss <laughs> has like 20 years of experience they don't remember what it felt like to be in campus yeah and probably even when they were doing that there was a lot that wasn't happening then that is happening now i mean the, the dynamics and structures continuously change yeah. so yeah that's good advice so anyway guys that was the highlight of of my week and i really learned a lot i don't know maybe i would say a book that i'm going to recommend so the defining decade that's a very nice book i read it once in campus and it looks like the information just is all over yeah (laughs) so i'm going to give myself homework and probably even kim will take it up yeah we'll read that book and if you want um we can just share We'll do an entire commentary and be like, oh, my God, I feel like Kate (laughs) right now. (laughs) Yes. Yes, we will do one. And yeah, I learned a lot that Friday. Thank you so much, Arvin. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for Rotaract for having that platform. Yeah. for all of us. How can you reach Arvin? Oh! <laughs> in case you're, you're listening and you're curious, like, oh my God, I don't know anything about my career. Uh, so, in case you're curious and you want to reach our awesome friend, Arvin, very talented and very smart, just go to his LinkedIn to learn more about design thinking your career and you just want to have a conversation, you can reach out to Avin on his LinkedIn. He's called Lumumba Avin. So Avin, I've just put you on the spot, but yeah, this is what you told us. So I mean just implementing. <laughs> Thank you in advance. Okay, cool. <coughs> so it's what, Wild Girlfriends Day? Yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> What's the real title of this day? Is it Wild Friendship Day? Wild Girlfriends Day. I mean, I know it's national girlfriends day okay but people have decided to make it a day about friendship so we'll just go along with friendship okay (laughs) yeah whatever (laughs) so what is friendship wow now that you ask i'm actually like what is friendship (laughs) yeah what's friendship (laughs) i think friendship is a relationship that you have with someone maybe there's an aspect of that person you liked or you have in common that sort of brought you together so for me friendship is a relationship yeah any kind of relationship of course it's not any kind of relationship but i feel like friendship is a factor in almost all kinds of relationship if you look at um, romantic relationships there's friendship uh, if you don't have friendship it's just chemistry and feelings which will just fade <laughs> yes if you look at uh, parenting that works friendship is there if you look at what other kind of work relationship and if collaboration. You look at work and collaboration, there's friendship. Because I feel like friendship seeks to understand rather than judge. So I feel like friendship is cuts across most of relationships and it's actually like a foundation to a relationship that will work. So for me I define it as that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I th- For you, <laughs> I'll say the same thing except differently. Okay, <laughs> uh, in my head, uh-huh. friendship is all there is. I mean, there's you know how there's just color white, yeah, and then all these <laughs> other colors are just different manifestations of the white color, yeah. <laughs> so if you combine them all, <laughs> just be white, exactly. So it's all there is in my head. Mm. So in my head, it's like a spectrum, okay, of all sorts of relationships. Mm. And then it's like a scale from zero to hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at zero, all the people I have never met. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we're not enemies. <laughs> we, I just not I mean, we just, yeah, we just yeah. don't know each other. Yeah. And then maybe at one, people we used to know. Mm-hmm. And then we don't know anymore. Mm-hmm. And we don't care about. Yeah. And so on and so forth. So all sorts of relationships fall under friendship, but you know, just different kinds of. Friendship. Yeah, there's different kinds and categories and sorts. Yeah. Okay. So when someone says, "Oh, we are friends," and I know we don't chat a lot or have much in common, mm-hmm. then I won't frown too much <laughs> anymore. <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, be like, we yeah, yeah, like yeah, we are like friends, friends on the scale of 3. Zero point five. Zero <laughs> point five. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. like zero point five. Yeah friendship yeah that's where we are so yeah that's friendship to me i mean i think every relationship has friendship right or should some element of friendship i agree i totally agree with you yeah only that some just you know (laughs) are deeper others are just okay yeah we exist in the same environment and we see each other and we see each other so we are friends but you're not actually friends. Anyway, friendship is complicated. Yeah. Yet it's very simple. <laughs> okay, Phil, so why are you my friend? I don't know. Why am I your friend? How can you not know? <laughs> <laughs> why are you my friend? Why are you asking me? <laughs> How do you not know why you're my friend? You should be able to say it in black and white. Like, what do you Not really. Form. Okay. I don't think it's, unless yeah. you've sat down and thought about it, I don't think it's that straightforward. Okay. Mm. It's a question you'd actually sit down and think Maybe about. Maybe I talk. I'll talk about how we met. Maybe it will help me to know why we are friends. Yeah, have actually, that's what crossed my mind. Ah. Yeah, I was like, hmm. It's maybe because we have shared experiences. It didn't just happen, you know. Yeah. Not that. Oh, we saw each other. We are like, <gasps> <gasps> friends. Oh, my God. let's be friends. Yes, let's be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anyone on, who goes out on the streets and says, "Let's be friends." I don't that? think so. Oh, if you're out there, I just want to meet you. <laughs> No, I don't want to meet you. You're creepy. <laughs> you're creepy. Already you're creeping my life out. Who would you show up and be like, Let's be friends? On what basis? Yeah. Exactly. There has to be I think there has so. to be a basis, right? Yeah. There has to be like something that I don't know leads you sort of to that kind of relationship. Yeah. So yeah, we met, we discovered we have the same interests and then we shared an experience I think that sort of brought us together when we were encamped. So it was like a common, is it grief or loss, (laughs) if we call it like that, that sort of also drew us together. And then we just realized that we like similar stuff. We both like leadership. What else do we like? We like creative stuff. We like to experiment. We, we like, like to, talking. We like talk. That's why we're here. We, we like to yeah. speak about issues that affect us. We don't keep quiet. We'll be like, let's just discuss this. Yeah. We rant. We rant <laughs> a lot. And that's it. I think those are the things that share together. But also, I sort of like, maybe the main reason why Kim became my friend is because one of the qualities that I respect in friendships and also like I just admire from people is people who are not... a not really about mediocrity, because I don't like average. I find average disturbing. So I think that also drew me to you to become my friend, because I find you put in the thought, you put in the time to perfect your craft, to do stuff. It doesn't just go out like that. There is a lot of thought into it. So when I met Kim, she was serving as a leader. She was in a leadership role and she was doing it. She was doing a fantastic job. So I think that sort of also drew me to you, because I could see you're not just leading people blindly. You understand, you put thought, and I think that's one of the things that I admire about you. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say, that's why we are friends. You know? <laughs> that's nice. Don't cry. <laughs> She's about to cry. <laughs> I'm about to cry. I cry about everything. Fun fact about me. cry ah! yeah, about everything. Uh, I'd say a lot about why you're my friend. Okay. But I think I realized that, you know, in friendship or in, you know, almost all relationships, there's just this one thing that matters to me most mm-hmm. and that's consistency. Wow. Honestly, don't show up to me <laughs> with... I am the most meanest human being on earth. And then at the same time, you tell me that when it comes to other people, you are a saint. Or you treat them very well. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you're a bad person, just be a bad just person. Be bad. If you're a bad person, just be a bad person. Imagine we'll be friends. If you're a good person, just be nice. I mean, just be consistent. Yeah. Because then I can tell what, what things you value, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be, okay, you value maybe quality. And then next time I'm like, you don't value quality. Yeah. Or you value transparency and then sometimes you're not transparent i mean just be consistent i don't yeah. if you're a terrorist you- please be a terrorist. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be friends because I can tell what your values are. That doesn't mean that I'm simplifying human beings. I'm just saying human beings are complex but Mm. you can always tell this human being values this, this human being values that from how they treat people and from how they just carry themselves. So I just, yeah, you're my friend because you're consistent. Great. I think that's a great value because we struggle with consistency in our relationships a lot and we struggle to read. I don't want to read you if you're my friend. I want to understand you. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that you, be a simple, readable thing. You know, just yeah. be yourself. Yeah, I want to tell at least I know this person values this. Hmm. If you're an SDA, yeah, I understand you value some, so but <laughs> okay, and I respect that. Yeah, <laughs> what an example. And I respect that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's okay. I understand where you're coming from, and we will be perfect friends. Yeah, because you're consistent, and I'm. I'm not telling you to be like one thing in your life but imagine values never lie they never lie they never lie imagine you can change up and i expect you to change but imagine your values they remain yeah imagine they remain yeah there's just that foundation the guys who are just wishy-washy i'm like how do you even live with yourself now that you've mentioned consistency i think i struggle a lot with trying to read people, so I like my friends very transparent, which would <clears throat> maybe merge with consistency. Cause if you're consistent, then you're transparent. There is no need for you to hide. So I like people who are very transparent. Yeah. Yeah. Just be you. Don't make me struggle to understand. Don't be. Don't be this Wish kind of she- version with feel, and then you're this kind of version when you're there. I just want to be able to have a transparent relationship. And I value honesty a lot. Me by the spendy pretenders. In short, spendy pretenders. I don't like it. If you don't like something, it's fine. I understand. You're my friend. So, yeah. And we can't be the same. We all can be the same. Imagine we can't be the same. Yeah, I'm sure we disagree on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but you're still friends. Diversity is awesome. (laughs) Exactly. So don't, yeah, just be consistently you. Yep. In all your complexity. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, final question. What are the things you struggle with in friendship. Oh my goodness, is it time? <laughs> <laughs> time for what? Spill. Oh so Spill I have, feel I have been accused of <laughs> <laughs> of not giving people enough time. To do what? <laughs> to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you like you ghost people. I'm But then just that? to make it clear. What does that look like? Not giving people enough time. It's so not that I don't give people enough time, by the way. <laughs> I've had this complaint most of the time, and I feel like it's a struggle that I'm also overcoming in friendship. Like, just quality time. Oh. Yeah. Like, you, you oh. understand? <laughs> so, let's say you call me, and you want us to have a conversation, and I just catch you a short. A one-hour conversation. Yes, and I'm just <laughs> like, hey, Kim, uh... Thank you for calling, but this is not the right time. And then you have this person who usually calls you at the wrong time. So I struggle with that in friendships. And then I can say I struggle with communication sometimes. So for me, the mode of communication, it really matters a lot. If I want to have an in-depth conversation with you, let's not do text. Let's just call. Yeah, let's call. I agree. Set up like a date. We are going to call each other from 8 9 and we do that. That works for me. I think it's because I also maybe a part of me is like a planner so I usually like to know if I'm going to call Kim, we're going to have a conversation let's do it from 8 to 9, let's do it from 10 to 11 or whatever time. I have been struggling with time a lot but I'm trying to overcome because I've not had this complaint from one friend. Okay. So yeah, people say I ghost so I try not to ghost but sometimes when I ghost it's because I just want to deal with my issues guys and I don't want to involve you in the drama so when I ghost (laughs) it's not like it's a bad thing I understand to ghost but it's a bad thing period (laughs) I'm trying to justify my anyway what I'm saying is I struggle with time yeah yeah. for friendships I think the thing I struggle with is asking for help Mm -hmm. or when I do something wrong I just I'll ghost you (laughs) (laughs) of course Oh, I know. If you ever got I'll be like, "What did, what did you do wrong to oh me? You want to do wrong? Then I do okay. something wrong. I'm okay. like, uh oh. <laughs> they must think I'm the worst human being ever. And then you ghost. So I'm just going to ghost them. Okay. okay but yeah. I mean, it's not a good thing. Yeah, it's not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think the fact that you're friends, you should come clean and apologize. Yeah, it takes a lot of maturity. <laughs> It really does. It to does. reach out, apologize. Yeah, and it also depends if the other person is receptive. Yeah. You might want and to And also apologize. build the trust. Yeah, again. it does. It does. Yeah, mm. so it takes a lot of maturity. Yeah. And of course, being low-key jealous. I think that's common for everybody. Yeah, I know. When Phil puts up her Instagram photo and her <laughs> hair is looking nice and dyed and mine is looking like, hey, <laughs> I'm like, Okay. Mm. Is it a good thing like to be jealous of your friends? I don't think you can help it. Yeah, I don't think you can jealousy help Jealous is like it's, anger. It's, yeah. it's part of life. But it just depends if on how you act on it or... Yeah, what you do with the jealousy, yeah. right? Yeah, because I don't think you can. Especially in social media out here. Ah, but how anyway. can you believe everything that's on social media? <laughs> it's just stupid. And you yeah. know that, but you still... Yeah, you know that. In you see like, a job yeah, update yeah, <laughs> else, else. by your friend and you're like, <laughs> they're making it in life and I'm just stuck. And I'm just stuck here. I'm stuck. I feel like, like everybody's it. job. With jealousy at some point in their life, yeah, yeah, especially when you haven't really matured up and understand that it's part of life. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you were going to say, especially if you've not matured and and understand that jealousy is what immaturity. No, no, like, <laughs> you won't tell me when I'm 50, older, and wiser, I will not experience jealousy. I can't wait. <laughs> You will experience. Trust yeah. me, you yeah. will experience. But as I said, it's just how you act on it. And if it's social media, just be like. Imagine it's just social media. Good hair. Pew, feel like the photo. Move on to something else. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or don't don't do social media except thirty minutes in a week. I'm trying to do that. I'm like. Mm, okay. Let's see. Mm, that could be. Or unless way. I'm posting anything. That could also be a solution. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Phil. You're welcome. I'm glad to be your friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> me oh.
0: too. <laughs> oh yes, guys, and you can. Send us voice notes or recordings of what friendship means to you. Yeah, we would love to hear that, and we will actually play a couple that we will really like. Yeah, <laughs> no pressure though. Just send it. Yeah. Bye,